today I'm joined by Rami Salami, who's Head of Brand Integration at MMS, and we're going to be talking about brand integration. Welcome to On the Record with Campaign Middle East. I'm Austin Allison, the editor of Campaign Middle East. You can find out more about us at campaignme.com. You can follow us on social media. You can subscribe to our newsletter, which you can find on the website. You can read the magazine, sign up for our webinars. This podcast is available on Angami, where you can find more episodes. And you can also find it on other podcast hosting apps. This episode is sponsored by MMS, which is NBC Media Solutions. That's the company that handles all the media for the region's biggest broadcaster, NBC. And today I'm joined by Rami Salami, who's Head of Brand Integration at MMS. Hi, Rami. How are you? Hi, Austin. I'm great. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much. Um, We've integrated you into the podcast. I am. I am product placement (laughs) in this podcast. Yes, I am. (laughs) What is brand integration, Rami? You're in charge of it. What what does that actually mean? Is it the same as product placement? Um, We could could say that product placement is the uh, lowest form of wit. (laughs) <laughs> you know, uh, actually, that's that's a, that's the answer I give my mother whenever she asks me, what do you do? So, like, I tell her, if you see somebody holding, you know, drinking a certain uh, beverage, that's my work. But that's like the easiest answer. So product placement uh, is one thing. So uh, there's that. Then there's product consumption, which is the next level. And then there's brand integration. in, um, And that means that your story is driven forward by the brand and that your story cannot exist if, if, your bre- if the brand did not exist. And, and that's more, that is the more interesting uh, part of our work versus product placement, let's say. What, what do you mean it can't, uh, it can't exist if the, if, the, if the brand doesn't exist? Um, uh, let's say a good example would be, uh, like transformers is, is a good example for, okay. so, so if I, if I put a car inside a series and someone's driving the car from place to place and that's product placement and, and they're driving the car. So they, they're also using it, but, uh, but transformers uh, is brand integration in the sense that if you remove the cars, the movie wouldn't exist because all the transformers are vehicles. So, so this, the story is pushed forward by the vehicle. Let's say I, I think that that would be a rough. Okay, a rough that, that, that makes sense to me. So it's sort of yeah, much more integral to the actual to the actual it story. Is. It's not just circumstantial. Uh, yeah, it's not, it's not imposed. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 uh, the question clients would ask you is, if I removed my product and replaced it with my competitor, uh, does this idea still work? And that is the real test of of uh, brand integration. Well, that's interesting. If you replace it with a competitor, because presumably a lot of the time it would, wouldn't it? I mean, um, that's that's uh, our job is to find, you know, to find uh, ways of making it extremely relevant, extremely sharp and on point and focused. Um, so um, so that, you know, it cannot be replaced by your competitor. So. Um, um, if, again, uh, we'll, I think we'll be using transformers throughout this conversation, but for example, <laughs> uh, yeah, a bumblebee, uh, is a, is a Chevrolet Camaro and he has a lot of, um, he's, he's got this energy to him. He's got this speed and this power to him that you cannot, you know, take out the Camaro and replace it with a, you know, with another, let's not name, but like another vehicle. Uh, so, so it is integral to Bumblebee's uh, existence for him to be a power car such as the Camaro. Okay, okay. Yeah. I like that uh, I like that a significant part of your job seems to be watching Transformers. Oh yes, yes, it, it has brought me here. My my childhood has, has made me here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
So you deal with NBC's brand integration. Um, mm -hmm. What sort of shows uh, are you sort of largely working with there? I mean, NBC's got quite a quite a broad slate of shows. So what sort of shows can you put brands into? Um, indeed, uh, technically, we should be able to put your brand into any show that we have. It, it, I mean, as long as it's relevant to that show and to the audience. Um, usually, our clients will come because some shows are attracting their audience. And in some cases, the clients will want to come for our audience in general, and the show doesn't exist, and in which case we would uh, come up with, with a show, let's say. So you um, come up with a show specifically for, for that yeah. client? We can go as big as that. Of course, budgets uh, budgets speak here, but we yeah. have gone as far as uh, producing shows for clients. Uh, but uh, historically, brand integration used to be within shows only. Okay. So they'd come to be on a flagship show or on the morning talk show. But today we think of NBC as you know multiple touch points, and it's not just TV. We've got digital, we've got events, we've got on-ground. So you doing brand integration with with NBC uh, is no longer is no longer just for you to be inside the show. It's for we are a publisher and we have an audience, and you want to speak to this audience in in a way that is entertaining and informative. Then you come to us. Okay, so you, uh, yeah, so you're so you're going to be sort of integrated into every. What would that mean that if you've got, I don't know, if you've got a sort of uh, um, um, an activation somewhere, if you've got some sort of uh, roadshow for the show, um, then the brand would be integrated into that as well, or on the social media channels and things as well. Is that what I'm? Uh, indeed. Indeed. So let's say you come and you um, and you want to do um, a segment on our uh, morning show, Sabah uh, Khiriyar, and you want to talk about your uh, your brand, or you want to have an interview with somebody significant from your company or something. Uh, then you know that's not just happening on TV. We have our digital and social um, um, ecosystem in which uh, these clippings would exist, and then we could actually create a specific um, bespoke content for digital and social. In some cases. If relevant, we go on ground as well, or we, we create events around it. That's that's bigger. That's when we're talking about our big formats, such as The Voice and Arabs Got Talent, and such, which which allow us to do grander things. Okay, can you give me an example of? You said that you have sort of put shows or at least segments and things together for brands. Are there any sort of good examples of that? Uh, yes, of course. Uh, but the the King Abdulaziz Prize for popular literature actually uh, approached us, uh, and they, you know they want to promote this uh, this annual poetry competition that they hold. And so we created uh, a show for them uh, called Fursan al Qasid, in which in which we um, you know we we partnered with the um, uh, the King Abdulaziz Camel Festival, and we created this. The show, um, which was aired, and it was a grandiose competition between different poets from from Saudi Arabia and the region, and they would compete on different, uh, you know, on the different poetry segments, and then this was broadcast uh, on TV along with its digital components, and it was it was a, a you know a big hit. It was a it was a hard you know and difficult task, but you know we created this show specifically um, for them. It never existed. Yeah, and that would have what sort of their branding all over it and name sort of yes. them in the name and things and yeah. indeed. And once that that show is created, and now that show exists, and so now it's open for other sponsors to come on board as well. You know, so okay. I mean, we we do create shows from scratch, uh, but the easiest thing to, to to go to market with is shows that people have seen before or you know they've they've heard of before.
So, yeah, you said that you've got sort of existing, you, you can put sort of people into existing shows. And um, mm. I mean, does that include, and stop me if I'm, I'm sounding idiotic here, mm. but does that include shows that have already been made? I mean, you, you show a lot of films, you, you do show important stuff. Can you actually put, can you actually put brands into stuff that's actually been shot already? Is the technology to do that? Or would you not do that? No, for things that are shot already, uh, you've you know you've kind of missed the the train. Uh, although there is technology to uh, to digitally place your product into a show. So if if I have a scene in a in a series and they're sitting in a room, I can put your can on the table. But n no no client that you know that really wants to make an impact would settle for that because just having your product on the table is not enough you know for most clients it's not and enough. i imagine you'd have some pretty interesting legal ramifications as well with like copyright of the show and all sorts of the paperwork i'd imagine would be enough to put you off that as well i i, I don't go into that i mean anyone <laughs> who wants to digitally place into an existing piece of content that doesn't even go through me because we're we're kind of like a creative department we are you know we come up with with ideas from scratch that would be a different discussion with a different department yeah so what sort of yeah. uh what other sort of brand integrations have you done into existing content uh that you're mm -hmm. any so any that you're you, you know really sort of inspirational stuff uh, yes, of course. So, uh, so like you said, you know, our existing content is the is um, usually attracts clients because they've seen it before. They've had uh, several seasons of it, and they've seen its success. Like Top Chef, for example, which which has had had five seasons already. Uh, clients already know they want to be part of it. Uh, the Voice. So the voice for 2019, which aired at the end of 2019 in early 2020, has two of my favorite um, campaigns to heart, really. Um, uh, I just want to talk about the Kit Kat campaign, which oh, won yeah. us uh, two bronzes and a silver at the Dubai Lynx. And that's yeah, also... Yeah, we've, co we've covered that. It was... Um, that, is, that is awesome. I mean, that is one of my favorites. Uh, like, so, so Kit Kat... It's well. There's a there's a giant team, really a, a big a big engine. I don't, I can't take all the credit for it. Oh, honestly, they're not they're, they're not on the podcast. You can take the credit here. <laughs> uh, well, there's there was it was a good uh, it was a good uh, perfect storm. There was a client that was open to trying new things. There was a creative team with good ideas, and there was a, the NBC production uh, were on board with what we were doing, and and so all of us worked together. There's many parties you but, know involved. So. so tell me how the so tell me about the Kit Kat thing. Remind me of what it was. So, yeah, sure. So KitKat, uh, of course, you know, uh, it's uh, have a break, have a KitKat. So KitKat wanted to re, uh, re to strengthen again the, the the correlation or the you know the top of mind between KitKat and yeah. the break, and so they came to to the voice and what could we do on the voice and such. And so, um, in a moment of inspiration, we had this uh, thought that when we go to an ad break. Uh, Everybody who's shooting the voice, and this is a live show, it's, it's shot live. So, so when we go to an ad break, everybody who's on set goes to their own break. And so what we created this, uh, this uh, situation where whenever our host says, okay, now we're going for a break, uh, our camera, uh, quote unquote, catches somebody having a Kit Kat break because it's their break. And so it became part of like it, as if we're candid it's like a candid camera thing we're catching people naturally having breaks of kitkat and so we created this this natural subtle integration for of people having their uh, we're capturing them on camera having their own breaks of kitkat and it was it had it, it created a lot of conversation it was a big buzz client was super happy with it uh, uh, the production loved it because 
it was subtle, you know, like yeah. we weren't doing big in things. your face, ruining it was the in your face, yeah. people, you know, snapping at Kit Kats apart and, and crunching them and, you know, all that stuff <laughs> that, that sometimes annoys, uh, you know, viewers. And that. It, it did, it did extremely, extremely well. Um, uh, and, you know, for me, it's like, it's a benchmark for some of the work we want to do in the future. And I think you also, am I right in thinking that you also sort of amplified that on the social channels and things that it was? We, yeah, we, we created the like 360, uh, like true 360. When when we say 360, it, it doesn't mean that we, you know, we're, we're doing um, a activations or integration on various touch points. It means that they're all connected and uh, it's, it's a journey for our viewers. So um, in one of the episodes of KitKat, it turns out that the KitKat room backstage, which has a giant... Uh, Kit Kat on the wall. It turns out uh, later that all the time it was a, a secret door, and so um, they're invited to open the door and go through. and And what's behind that door? You can you can watch that on our digital platform. So, so you know you, you see it happen on air. You move to digital. You see the journey. Oh, nice. On digital, we come back to TV. We talk about it. There, you know, it's it's a story that's flowing across the different touch points versus uh, something that's like fragmented. Uh, just to tick those boxes. Like, and uh, yeah, did that? How how long did that take to put together? I'm guessing that um, I'm guessing that that's not something they, that you just sort of bug on the next the next episode of The Voice. Hang on, I'll give the producer a call and off we go. No, um, no, months, yeah. years in advance. You know, we how... start months in advance on these shows. We go to market uh, for these shows uh, several months in advance to to gauge interest, um, and then we receive briefs from the clients. So, so we do our own research, but nobody knows the brand as much as its own, uh, you know, its uh, its own uh, people. So we work with them. We get more refined briefs from them, and then we come back with uh, with. Uh, um, sharp, uh, you know, polished ideas. So we did that with KitKat several months in advance. Uh, and, you know, there are several parties. So um, this brand integration team that, uh, that I'm part of and that I'm heading, let's say, um, they, there's two parts to us. So there's the part that's creating and then there's the part that, that's executing. So the, I am under this pressure to put my money where my mouth is. So I have to promise you something and then make it happen. And that is the hard part. Yeah. So it's easy for us to get excited and come up with ideas, making them happen. That's where, you know, that's where we stay up all night and that's where we're sweating and, and we're, we're, we're panicking. Yeah. Let's go. I mean, so we'll, we'll talk a little bit about the sort of the execution of the panic and things, but first of all, where do the ideas come from? Do they come from, uh, do they come from you and your team? Do they come from the brands? Do they come from the agencies? And I mean, I, I'm, I guess that they sort of come from a bit of everything, but where, where sort of typically would, yeah. do you find that sort of the best, oh, do you find that a lot of the ideas come from? What's the sort of... Yeah. Uh, you know, we do hope always for an ideal situation where the clients know know what they want and then they trust us uh, to come to them with ideas that work. Um, the brand integration team at MMS, uh, we come to you with ideas that are, are okay, so they're, they're on brief, they're creative, they're new and they're fresh, but also they are, uh, they have been vetted and aligned with NBC's production. Uh, so the strength of like the strength of this team at MMS is that we're not coming up with ideas that still need to be uh, double checked or verified or anything like that. What you're Good getting point. is what can be done, and uh, and uh, and and therefore the great idea. Sure, let's say it's the seed starts here in this team, but then it's it is uh, watered 
by the production team, the client, their agency will have input. Sometimes for the sake of, uh, of speed and agility, uh, we create brainstorming sessions with our, with our clients and their partners to, to, to you know, either come up with ideas or to polish them together. We, you know, the, end, the end result is good, good ideas. I'm, I'm, not, uh, I'm not clingy. I don't care where it comes from as long as it comes, you know, as long as it, as long as it happens. That's very interesting, your idea of sort of things that can be can be done. Presumably, does that mean that you when the ideas do come straight from the client or their agency, you do get ideas that you that you can't do, that you sort of have to to talk people down a bit? There must be there must yeah. be a bit of uh, I don't know, expectation management, I'd imagine, must be a little bit of your job. It- Indeed. So, sometimes, I mean, um, uh, sometimes uh, people who are too close to the brand uh, are not uh, always, don't always have their eye on the audience. We have, right. as, as MMS, uh, you know, as this middleman between NBC and, and the brand, our job is to make sure that it, it pleases the brand, but that it doesn't, you know, uh, turn off our uh, audience or, you know, get them to skip or roll their eyes at it. Like, that's my that's my uh, touchstone. Like if if somebody goes oh, cringe, then then I've I lost, you know. So this is our job is to manage expectations, remind the clients, uh, you know, the, of the audience and what they're looking for, but then also work with production and remind them that I know you're you're looking at aesthetics only, but there are commercial aspects that we need to to work with, and you know. So so how, we're we're everybody's punching us. We're the punching bag. How, I was going to say, how open are our clients to to that? I mean, I know from working a long time in media that you you do often get quite a, a sort of, there's often quite a lot of push for the sort of make our logo bigger type thing. And uh, there must be, yeah. yeah for, well, I, I used to work in advertising before and, and this, you know, make the logo bigger, thankfully doesn't, doesn't exist in television, but, uh, but uh, and I mean, not, but I, I do want to say that clients are more and more aware and educated and, you know, brand integration is everywhere. We see it on Insta- Instagram, we see it on TikTok, all the content we're exposed to has some kind of uh, product in it. So, so uh, clients are more aware of it and they're, and they understand more, you know, like what is too much. And so clients are, are a lot more um uh, flexible these days. They they do meet us halfway. I have to say, uh, as long as you are ticking the right boxes and you're answering the brief, the clients uh, tend to leave us to do our work, which is which is great. It's a very good point that you just made that the brand integration is everywhere, and I hadn't I hadn't thought of that. Of course, it means that presumably that means that brands and the public and everybody is getting more sort of educated about it and more used to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. on social media and things. Does that mean that, does that mean A, that you're getting more calls for brand integration because people are seeing it as more central? And does it also mean that you have to innovate more to be different from, if brand integration is everywhere, you have to, does that mean you have to up your game? That is, that is the, like, that is the perfect question. I mean, this is the question, central question to the podcast, honestly, uh, Austin, because brand integration is everywhere. I, I predict like in a few years, nothing you will watch will ever have been privately financed. I mean, it's a brand really? is going to be a brand is going to be behind it. Brands have the money. Uh, brands have the motive to create uh, content and uh, and, uh, you know, bringing brands on board helps to reduce production costs and things like that. Brands are going to be everywhere. Uh, so we are getting 
tons uh, more brand integration calls these days. Um, it's it, I would go as far as saying that brand integration is the main attractor uh, of uh, of uh, clients coming on board. Of course, it, brand integration comes as part of a package. So you know when you when you take brand integration, it comes with sponsorship and you get ad breaks and such. But the brand integration your, your, your is colleagues in the ad sales department are uh, sharpening their sure. knives as we speak. But I mean, because because a thirty second ad is is one thing, but having a five, six, seven, eight minute, or even like an an entire show, thirteen. Is, uh, episodes, you know, to tell your story. That's that is more time to tell your story. That's why brand integration allows you to do a lot more um, relationship building with your audience. But to answer the second part of your question, people are being bombarded with 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 uh, product placement, especially product placement. This whole um, uh, so many of my followers have been asking me what my skin routine is. I mean, this is like a standard, <laughs> you know, like, yes. or like so. Somebody is like, uh, you know, doing their m music videos from from his studio, and he's got like a Red Bull or whatever on his, or yep. a drink of some sort, or, or like, uh, you whatever you watch, you're noticing brands. Even if you're watching a DJ, you're looking at the deck and you're thinking, saying, "Is that a pioneer? What 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 uh, you know? What's he using?" Yeah. Everything is almost anybody who's watching anything. Even my children, my children are like, uh, my, my son is six years old and he says, I hate radio ads because one, you can't see what they're talking about. And secondly, you can't skip, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and this is it. This is the summary of it, you know? Oh, this is a warning to radio ads out there. No, <laughs> straight no, from, it's, straight it's from a, the next generation. The next, the next generation already knows they can skip. And that is, that is our challenge. We want to create things that you don't want to skip. That's why brand integration. You can't skip it. If you skip it, you won't understand the story of what you're watching. It's integrated into this into the story. That's a great summary of it. That's I like that summary. If you skip it, you can't understand what you're watching. That's a uh, Yeah. Um, yep. So, okay, so let, let, let's look at your your DJ example um with his Pioneer deck or something. Mm. Let's say you've got a a show and there's a DJ playing and he's got a Pioneer deck. Well, Pioneer have always again, stop me if I'm this is something that I've always wanted to ask is if I see a brand on a show, has it always paid to be there or has it paid to be there every time or, and if it hasn't paid to be there, do you have to like clear that with the, with the brand? If you were to, you know, if we, if we had a show and you've got your pioneer deck, um, do you have to get in touch with pioneer and say, Hey, we're going to be showing your logo. Is that okay with you? And can you give us some money or how does that work? So you're you're right. In most cases, uh, let's say we're shooting a series. In in any series, there's going to be some kind of technology. There's going to be some kind of vehicle. Um, uh, there's going to be a phone. Uh, yeah. th these things. It means you know. It means I have to approach the major players for uh, for the tele you know for the for the telephone companies. I need to approach them and say you know um, we have an opportunity. We we kind of uh, we quantify it as well. So these are the you know in every episode yeah. there it's getting this much exposure. Uh, we'd like you to be on board and we can create other things and we can create specific messaging for you and such. If they do not want to be part of it, um, we then do not put focus on the phone, for example. So we don't put focus on the screen of the phone, on the back of the phone. We don't show logos at all. In right. the case of uh, cars specifically, awesome. we, yeah. we don't show the cars. Uh, uh, the thing with cars is you don't need to see the logo of the car. You know from the body of the car what car it is. And exactly. So, so, so we, we end up with more close-ups. Uh, we end up with more, you know, things that, you know, we don't want to really show you the brand name. Because, not because we're getting back at the client. 
uh, or at the non-client, it's because we don't want to give free exposure. There's, we do control for that. There's a department that um, that we need to, we usually communicate with them and let them know what brand integration is taking place this week so that if there's something we, we did not tell them about, then they'll spot it, you know? Yeah. And if no free exposure. <laughs> no free exposure. Okay, and what, and can brands, is there a way, so, I don't know, let's say that you go to a, a car brand and you say, hey, would you like to, um, would you like to come on board? We're going, we want, we're going to be using your car in this, uh, in the, in, in this chase scene or something. And they'd be like, that's interesting. How does the chase scene end? And you go, oh, in a fiery wreck. And they'd be like, right, well, A, we don't want to sponsor that. And B, that doesn't show our car. Can people sort of ask you not to show their cars or is, I mean, even if they're not paying you or is there, or do you get sort of artistic license? Is that an allowed uh, if if we're renting the cars, if the client did not provide the cars, then we are renting them. Once we are renting the cars, uh, we nobody can say anything about how we use it. So, so okay. we've rented the cars. If we want to crash it, if we want to do a problem, that that, that doesn't matter. No, uh, no client, no car brand has ever approached us and said, you know, you crashed my car in your series, and I don't like that because we, you know, it, we if. If we rented the cars, we have full control. If the client provided the cars, then they have a big say in what happens. And in this part of the world, um, it's a it's a it's a young uh, it's a young brand integration market, and so we do have clients that are a lot more um, concerned over how who, for example, who is driving the car. Is it the bad guy driving my I car? I don't, I, yeah. I don't want the bad guy to drive my car. Yeah, but that's, <laughs> but that's the thing. Like people associate with the bad guy. People want to be uh, Tony Soprano. People, people want to be, uh, you know, the Godfather. People want to be the bad guy. And, <laughs> and you do look up to the, to the bad guy. Sometimes you, you're like, if he's a bad guy, like what, what, what kind of phone does a bad guy use? <laughs> you know, that, it, it doesn't mean that if, if your phone is in the bad guy's hand, then, then it's a bad person's phone. <laughs> you know? yeah. What if I... Again, like sort of, because I'm thinking I, I, Sopranos um, is, a, is a great example, because I know there's a, I just recently rewatched it, and mm, there's still yeah. an amazing show, isn't it? But um, it's like, it's, it's, it's aged well, it's not. But yeah. there's a lot of sort of things there where I, Tony keeps giving his wife uh, cars, and oh, I've yeah. not noticed until, until we started talking uh, sort of about this podcast, I've not noticed sort of just how good the integration, the sort of brand integration is there, that he gets her the yeah. new Porsche, and she's like, oh, Tony, you got me the new Porsche. And he's like, yeah, I got you the new yeah. Porsche. Suddenly <laughs> it's like, oh, I thought that was just a plot device, but presumably he's a money yeah. hands there. But what happens sure. if then, um, what happens if then, you know, you've got the sort of bit where it's the new car and he's given it to her. What happens if, so if she then goes and crashes it or something or... But that's the difference between that market and this. First of all, uh, the, the Sopranos uh, was, I think, is the is the blueprint. It's the template for all ensuing series. You know, even like Breaking Bad and such. They all yeah, yeah. follow that that formula, and so they, they've also set some precedent. So, in, in you can tell and you said it, they aged well, you can tell that the brand integrations there are very fresh. They are where we are today. So when, right. when Tony, Tony um, buys his son um, the, the new uh, Nissan, I think it was a Pathfinder or something, I don't remember, but it was a big, big Nissan, big yellow one for his birthday. His wife comes out, she's like, oh, Tony, what did you do? This car's too big for him. He, he doesn't know how to drive. And, he, and then Tony's like, it, but this one has the triple protection point on the, on the, yes. on the seat belt. I mean, uh -huh. he starts talking about its features. You can tell, like watching it, 
uh, I uh, watching it, I was like, oh my god, this is this is like so in your face. But this is was back then. You had to be so in your face. And if I'm not mistaken, either the sun ended up crashing that car. I think it catches or, fire. Or something catches, happens to it. Yes. Yeah. So that's, that's not going to look good on Nissan. That car's, you know. But, you know, that tells me that the client was, was you know, pretty cool about it. They were cool about, about that happening. Uh, and they had other things in mind. For example, I imagine that the fact that the son survived either the crash or the fire. So just the fact that he survived the crash after we had specifically spoken about the safety features is, is spot on. Now, let's not forget that this was a series that lasted several seasons. And at some point... Uh, you're, the client is not going to renew, and so you're going to need to replace the car. So I imagine as well, sometimes uh, through, you know, from season to season, you need to replace the car. So you buy a new one or you crash your old one. You know, these are, I guess, uh, you know, creative devices. Um, sopranos get more car, get through their cars faster than we do, certainly. Cars and watches <laughs> and, and alcohol. Yeah, those Absolutely. were all the brands in there. Yeah. <laughs> so but you're saying in this region, the... Um, you know, that maybe the Sopranos then was what we are now. What sort of stage are we at with um, with brand integration in the in the region? Yeah. We are we are young. We are young. We are um, uh, young in the sense that uh, ideas, um, the things we still need to say on air, uh, that the things that are still required to be done. And again, this is a blanket statement, and it's unfair to a lot of uh, to you know a lot of like forward-facing clients. Oh um, yeah, no, I'm asking you uh, to. Yeah, I'm asking yeah, you yeah to but but in that. general, yes, there are yeah. like you know I need to say this and this and that and and but we're like okay, but you know this is this is like a children's show, <laughs> you know. Do we need to be talking? <laughs> you know, so for example, and and the the clients are like, no, but we need to do this. Or for example, no, we don't want that guy he's the bad guy. We don't want him wearing our shoes, for example. Uh, so, so we're still there, but we do have those clients that are leading the way and, and they are the ones that are like, you know what you're doing. Uh, you know what works for TV. We trust you. Uh, you've answered my three main uh, you know, questions. Thank you. Now do your thing. And then we set the KPIs and then we meet them and exceed them, hopefully. Yeah. So we're unfortunately we're running out of time. I'm really enjoying this mm. talk. I could I, I could go on asking you questions for days. Um, but <laughs> what what advice then would you give to um, to clients looking at doing brand integration? What would your sort of um, you know what what advice would you give to them to to do things um, right? Sure. Uh, I, uh, let's start. At, at, I'd start at the very beginning. I'd say involve us at the at the briefing stage, like uh, uh, talk to us directly when you're when you're putting together your brief, so that we understand what what went into the brief and your thought process. That that'll help us. We are this team is not just you know creative uh, directors. We, there are strategists on this team. There are producers on this team. We 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 understand what you're looking for. So involve us in the briefing. Um, uh, trust us. So trust, you know, that, that, yep. and, and I, I'd say, yeah, we, we've done this before, you know, trust us, uh, you know, there are KPIs, we have agreed on certain deliverables, but trust us to meet them. And I'd say the last thing is, you know, let's really, I would insist on being subtle. Like, let's, let's work on being subtle because people do pick up on subtlety. And I'll tell you something, if, if you're watching a series and someone blurs, if someone blurs the logo on a car, you're going to look at that. You're going to see that logo because 
because someone blurred it. If if we didn't blur it, you wouldn't even have looked. So if if we're if we are if we're not being subtle, uh, people are gonna go like, oh my god, this is look at this brand in your face, in your face. So avoid so, the eyeballs. Su subtlety, I'd say subtlety. Well, just understand when it, too much is too much. I mean, that would be it. Let's be subtle. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, I'm afraid that's all we got time for. So. Thanks a million, uh, Rami Salami. You're the head of brand integration at MMS. Thank, yeah, like thank you, Austin. That's, that's brand integration in itself. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Here I am. Just I'm a product placement. Well, I'm an integration technically because this podcast wouldn't, this episode wouldn't have happened if I wasn't here. But sound a little bit weird if not. And the other, um, product, <laughs> the other product that's integrated into this podcast is uh, Campaign. Um, which you can find out more about all things media marketing and advertising at campaignme.com and all our other brand extensions. Um, you can also listen to more of our podcasts on Angami, on Spotify or on iTunes. So thanks a million for joining us and stay safe and goodbye. Goodbye.